So I do mm-hmm. I do have to make a formal apology oh. to yeah. So I uh I, I fucked up. I messed up. Oh, I, oh big, no. like big time. Like I oh. I assaulted like a whole community and oh. I, I need to give a um an apology cuz I I I I didn't I didn't do well enough. Um I didn't learn well enough and I need I need to do better. So I I need to give an apology. The last episode that we did, I yes. miss <laughs> I can't do this with a straight face. I made the Candace joke and I fucked it up. It's not okay. it's not Candace nuts, it's Candace Dick. And I'm so Correct. sorry. I want to apologize to the to the Ligma community in my ignorance and that I need well, to do I need to do better. Well, uh no. No. <laughs> no. What do you- uh, I, I don't I don't think you need to apologize for that because I think there's multiple versions of the joke. Oh well, it didn't make sense because so. even even you said it didn't make sense, and I was like, "You're right. It do- it doesn't roll nicely off the tongue." And then I repeated it to somebody later. It's not it's not Candace nuts. It's Candace Dick. Candace Dick fit. Anyways, so okay, there's that. Anyways, so <laughs> Jesus so- Christ. <laughs> in Ugh. in um on my phone, I have a list of stories for like openings. Right, I guess you all can yeah. figure out on the 56th episode that the first 10 minutes is just whatever the hell we want. <laughs> I went back into that list and I found a story that I have neglected to tell. <gasps> and I did mention it at one point in like one of the yeah. earlier episodes about a grill exploding in my face. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So let me tell the grill exploding, exploding in my face story. Yes, please. So I know I know how all of you are thinking of like how in the hell can a grill explode in your face? Let me break it down to you. Okay, this was COVID. Uh COVID times. Yeah. Like height of COVID times. Yeah, it was like May, April, yep. April or May of 2020. Yeah. Right. Okay. So, you know, everyone's weird. No one knows what's going on. I'm also living with my dad. That's not fun, right? So, so at the time, uh my dad was uh doing his own thing but i was stuck at home so i was like hey i need a project to do around the house i was like is there any way that i can have a garden in the backyard and he's like yeah we can do a garden in the backyard he ends up doing the whole thing by himself sounds about right yeah and never let me do anything like i would go out and get supplies for it and then i come in the next morning and he's done it and so (laughs) it basically became this consistent thing of any time that i tried to do it or i'm like hey just let me do it later Mm because i I would make up shit to do during the day but by the time i came home He'd have it done. And I'm like, what's the point of me having this project? Because you get to go off and work. I'm stuck here all day long. Give me a project. Yeah. Dick. So that was really upsetting me. So so prefacing that. Also, I was dating a not so good person at the time. Can't so confirm. Eh, so between COVID, my dad, and I know it's like white people problems of like, oh, your garden. But like in that time, that was oh, my no, world. my garden. My garden. That was my world that's 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 mo- as much as it was going on in my life i didn't have a job i lost the job to intel so that that's just my life i'm so yeah, sorry yeah that's things, just things were rough right things were weird point. rough and that was my roughness that was what was going on with me and then i was dating a really toxic person so i was really stressed out having a hard time mentally so i wasn't in the right state of mind for a very long time um so i was at my mom's house of course and that added on extra stress being around my mother yes stress <laughs> So I come home and I find out that my dad did part of the project that I asked him to not do and to let me do it was to rototill the garden because I need experience rototilling the garden. I've never done that before. I wanted to do it and he went ahead to do it. So I was really 
flustered when I came home that he had already did it. And I was like, cool, what's whatever. So I start. It's fine. It's fine. So I was like, yeah. I'll make dinner. That is, yeah. that will give me something to do. So I was like, yeah, let's. reasonable. Right. And I was like, I want steak and I want zucchini. So let's start up the grill. So I go out. Again, not in a good state of mind. I go out and I start the grill. So I turn it on high to get everything like hot and going to clean off the grill, do the thing. So I get that thing going hot and I go back inside. I go inside and I uh, season the meat. I cut up the vegetables, do all the prepping stuff. And I realize 10 minutes about has gone by. Mm -hmm. I go outside and my brain's not registering what's happening. I yeah. can I can hear that the grill is on, mm -hmm. but there's no flame. Oh God! And I don't and I don't. My brain doesn't can't put two and two together. Like those those two brain cells were not were not having it that day. They're like yeah, we're they not were fighting. <laughs> they were fighting for the last brain power, and they were just like no, dumbass. So I'm standing there. I hear the grill on, no flame. Yeah. I don't understand, and I was like, well, no flame. Grill on. Press button. Yeah, like, like a third right? brain cell jumped in and was like, just press the button. Yeah, just just press things. See what happens. Press press the button. Then you'll have flame, right? So like I didn't have like anything in my hands. I had put everything down at that point. So I just pressed the button. And as soon as I heard the click, I fucking realized what I had done. Yeah. What I just did. That grill was on high for 10 minutes while I was inside. And as soon as I hit that button, I instantly recoiled. Thank God that I did because I would be way more messed up than I am right now. Or did happen. Was at the time. At yeah. the time. I got pretty fucked up. So the grill exploded. Like huge uh -huh. yeah. whoosh. My dad inside, who has very shitty hearing, heard it, came running. Yeah. I was completely blinded, couldn't see. The dog took the fuck off running. She was gone. Yeah, absolutely. So I, so it explodes in my face, goes up my arm, goes up my face, and I take off running towards the door. My dad, like, I collide into my dad because I didn't even see him there. He's like, are you okay? Are you okay? And I'm like, I smell burnt hair. And I take off yeah. running to the bathroom and I just throw myself in the shower, right? Yeah. So I know my hair's burnt. Like, my, my my hair hair, not, like, hair on my mm -hmm. face is burnt because I haven't even gotten there yet. The hair on my head, I'm, like, pulling it off. I'm pulling gobs yeah. of hair, burnt hair, off my face. And I start sobbing. Well, before I even shut the door, or before I ran to the bathroom, I shut the door. So my dad yeah. knocks on the door. He's like, you good? And he could just hear me crying. Yeah. Boom, the door's open. He's like, are you okay? And I'm like, I'm fine. <laughs> oh, my God. So he's like, no, come here. So... Yeah. He pulls me up. Here's the damage. You ready? Yep. Oh, man. So I literally looked like Two-Face. One half of my face is completely fucking red. Okay? Yeah. I melted down my eyelashes halfway. Yep. They were... We'll, we'll talk about the cleanup in a second. So eyelashes melted halfway down. I lost three quarters of my eyebrow. Like the, the thickest part stayed. Everything else was gone. Oh. And then right on my hairline up at the top, all of that was gone. The, yep. Like the yep. peach fuzz and probably like a quarter of an inch in. Whew. Gone. I burnt the, t the left side. Yeah, the left side of my upper lip. I burnt my eyeball 100%. That's all bitch hurt. I yeah. burnt. I burnt my eye, my brow bone, like the brow yep. of my eyebrow, right? Burnt that. And then along my hand, I actually had some, like, on my arm, actually. On my arm, I actually had some, like, decent burns, like, across my arm. 
It was bad. It was bad. So I was like really upset. I was more upset that because I was fine. I didn't need to go to the hospital. It was like first degree burns at best. But yeah. I, I was so upset that I burnt my hair off. So I yeah. had to clip my eyelashes that had melted down. I had to clip them with with nail clippers off. Um, yeah. I also had to trim up my eyebrows, what was left oh, and, and melted. And then whatever hair was left and melted on my head, I also had to clip the ends off that were melted. Jesus. So you want to hear a god-awful joke that my dad made that night? Oh, my God. Because, <laughs> yeah, all right. Okay. Tell, okay. Deal with it with humor. Let's go. Okay. What happened? So my dad is like a typical man of like, I don't know how to make you feel better, but we can crack jokes. So he was trying really hard to be like really nice about it. Like, you're okay. Like, you're still fine. Like, you're still pretty. Like, don't worry about it. And that was like the nicest thing like my dad's ever That's said. That's so sweet. Right. And so I was like, I told him, he's like, are you okay? I was like, yeah, I just feel really bad that I just burnt off a shit ton of my hair. And so he told me yeah. about how he had a kerosene thing exploded his face and he lost both of his eyebrows and i was like <laughs> so so anyway the night the night progresses on i'm feeling a little bit better and he's sitting on the couch watching tv and some i whatever and i walk by and i'm watching the tv he and i are both watching tv and for some dumb reason there is some stupid ass infomercial on and i think it was like a mock infomercial where a woman had a basket Mm-hmm. like hanging off of her neck so like she was yeah yeah so like she would throw things in the basket and then she would like pull tools out to do stuff with her hands and then throw like the tools back in the basket and it was like hanging around her neck and when i goes that's the fucking stupidest thing i have ever heard i was like i don't know i think it's pretty neat like instead of like your tools on and like in your pockets like they're just right there at, like at your neck and he turns and looks at me looks into the uh-huh. fucking windows of my soul and says uh-huh what would you put in there a fire extinguisher lol that's pretty what? good that's pretty good that's pretty good and I went, you're so uh. mean you're so mean why would you say that and he starts laughing he goes i'm so sorry i was like fuck, <laughs> fuck you no you're not he's like right i'm not fuck you and i was like, like no true. true i'm not i'm not sorry it's funny though but did you die <sighs> oh my lord so, I'm glad you didn't die. So um, if anybody wants to gift me a fire extinguisher. <laughs> You're going to get so many fire extinguishers. Yep. So my um, obviously my eyelashes and my eyebrows growing back in. But I do have yeah. a tiff. I have a little tiff of hair that will not go back across my head. It just kind of lays on my face when I weight lift. And that's the hair that got burnt off. And that's yep. the only thing I have left. So it's been about a year since that happened. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's everything is growing back and you're not dead and your eyeball works and, you know, there's good things, right? Yeah, those it was are, it was a, it was a good learning experience of um, if someone you are dating is making you that out of your mind, it's probably not a good thing. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Can confirm. Can confirm. We won't we will not be doing that again. No, ma'am. Very good. Very okay, good. Good. So but you want to know what we will be doing again? Always. Spooky stories. You're supposed to go, woo. I can do it like post. That's fine. (gasps) Fix it in post. Do do what you do with your wizard magic. It's my, it's not wizard magic. (laughs) All right. um, Yeah. This is opening roll. So this is the part yeah. of the episode where we ask you if you like us and want to help us out, 
be sure to head on over to Patreon, uh, patreon.com slash hauntheartbarelyknowher. We have two tiers on there. Oh my god, I, my cat just came into my frame and just scared the shit out of me. <laughs> okay, uh, two tiers. We have a $7 tier. You have access to additional bonus content, and you get a sticker mailed to you, and a $5 tier where it's everything else of, you know, you get a shout-out, things. Just just go yeah. check it out. I got, I can't. Stuff and I, things. The things. It's cool. Uh, yeah. Cool. Great. Uh, heads or tails? Yeah. <laughs> uh, heads. Cool. I'm gonna do heads. You wanna do heads? I'm gonna do. It's been a year and I still haven't come up with something good for heads. I was about to say, I, I was literally about to ask that. Did you not have a funny for heads? No. No? No. Okay. No. no. I'm trying to not yeet it across the room. Hang on. Yeet it into the bookcase heads. again. Heads, you go first. Bah! Perfect. It was it so, was an off it was an off day. That's all it was. That's, that's why. Today? It, well, oh, the, no. the quarter. When going you into, threw the quarter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was when you tried it, to disappear it into your bookshelf. <laughs> that didn't happen. No one knows. No one saw that. It it did happen. <laughs> we talked about it. It happened. <gasps> so this week I'm covering a place that is very historically relevant in my brain. I think it's pretty cool. It's like ooh history. It's fancy. Can can I tell you? What? Mine's yeah. also very historically relevant, and I'm actually really happy for this. Oh, this is kind of cool. Okay, <laughs> we cool, didn't do great. this on purpose. This, this is, is interesting. This is, like, more okay. he- more heavily historian yeah. than it is paranormal this week. Yeah. Ooh, fancy. Okay. Ooh. Ooh. okay. All right, go I'm ahead. down for this. Okay. All right, so this place is called the Peyton Randolph House, also known as the Randolph Peachy House in Williamsburg, Virginia. I, I have Ooh. never heard of it before in my life. That's okay. Though, though if it's in Virginia... Campfire Chronicles is going to come into my DMs and be like, actually, and then. Okay. That's, that's fair. It that's is fair. Really <laughs> no, it's fine. They that's always cool. they, that's, they that's do fine. stuff all over Virginia. It's fine. I'm just giving them shit. That's that's pretty fancy. I like that. Okay. I'd, I'd be down to go visit this place, actually. It's pretty cool. <sighs> we'll talk about it after. Always. Ma'am. Always, always, always. <laughs> so this is like a really big, fancy house, right? It is a two-story house with like several wings. Big house. And it's like deep red, which I think is is interesting. Like, like as red as your hair, deep red, redder, like maroony. Oh, red. oh, okay, like dark, right. deep red. Ooh, like 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 a blood red, like a ruby red. Sure, not quite, more dull. Okay, but closer. Okay, yeah, it's pretty cool. I think it's nice. It's fancy. This house is actually located near the center of Colonial Williamsburg, which is a like historical I preservation dealio. Yes, cool. you should. For the William Willi- and Mary College? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. Same place. Yep. It's there. Yes. Same place. Cool. So the original structure for this home was built in 1715, so older than America, uh, by William Robertson. It is a two-story wood frame structure with a seven-bay appearance, which just means that it's like, like little sections, like bay sections, like bay windows, like bay sections. Oh, Okay. And then the uh, the door is in the center bay. So six, three windows on one side, a door, three windows on the other. I can't. Kind of What's the name of this place? Uh, you you lost me. The what? Peyton Randolph House. Yeah. I, I put a picture in my notes, too, that might assist. Because it's really hard to describe the facade of this house. It's it's very difficult to make it make sense. Oh, it's just like. Yeah. See? It's, like a, it's a square. That's, that looks like a Minecraft house. Basically, yeah, that's what that's what it looks like. It's hard to describe. It's just like a bunch. It's like six windows in a seven windows in a row. Yeah, yep. exactly. Okay, cool. Yeah, Great. two story, seven windows in a row. Yep. 
So the windows for all of those bays are actually slightly out of symmetry, which is really annoying, but it's because of the construction, like the building's construction history. So I just slightly borked. Hate that you just I know, I mentioned too. that because I can <laughs> see it now. You're welcome. Those those windows are closer than those other set of windows, and yep. I hate that. Okay. Yeah, everything's all funky. You're welcome. Hmm. I just thought I'd ruin it for everyone. Okay, thanks. Haha. You're welcome. The interior retains its original 18th century woodwork, and there's a marble fireplace mantle in like the center section of the house. Mm-hmm. So it's it's very pretty, very historical, very nice, right? So after the original owner built it in 1715, he sold it to Sir John Randolph in 1721, mm-hmm. still before the Americans. That man, like Sir John Randolph, was the only Virginian born, like, in Virginia to be knighted by the queen. Isn't that cool? That's wild. Yeah, I was like, ooh, fancy. Then in 1724, Sir Randolph also purchased a lot to the east where he built a second house. So mm-hmm. now he's got two houses, like, right next to each other. Oh, okay. Ooh, bougie. <laughs> so when Sir Randolph passed away, his, he willed the home to his son Peyton when Peyton turned 24. So he died before Peyton was 24 and it went into the care of his wife and then his wife held it in a trust for her son until he turned 24. They had like three or four kids and like the other ones all got different properties mm-hmm. around and this was just Peyton's house. Okay. Cool, cool, cool. In 1782, Peyton joined the two structures together. So the, you know, the, the West house and the East house, he built a middle section between the two of them and made it like one big manor house. It's like an L. Yeah. Like an L shape. Basically. Okay. Yeah. Big L shape house deal. The weird thing is the Eastern section didn't have internal access to the rest of the house. So he just, he like, it ended in a brick wall. What the? (laughs) That doesn't make any sense. Isn't that weird? I was like, that's really strange. Uh, So it's actually believed that they used that section of the house um, as like a guest quarters or an office kind of deal because it wasn't connected to anything else. Cool. From the inside. I guess. strange. I don't know. I think it's weird. Here we are. I mean, the house is already messed up, so... That's true. It's it's a kind of weird house. Yeah. So the this this is kind of a cool history thing. So the western section of the house had a what's called a fully hipped roof, and the area between it and the middle section was gabled. So as water collected on the roof, it would pull down into a cistern. So they would have like running water in the house. Fancy. I mean, I really hope that it was like 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 filtered. No, UV, it was the UV, 1700s. UV lighted, um, <laughs> processed through multiple filtration Absolutely systems. Um, disgusting. No. Disgusting. No. Yeah, correct. Yeah, yeah we, didn't, we didn't know that you could get sick from, like, things at that point in time, like animals in standing water. We didn't know that was a thing, so here we are. <laughs> <laughs> but now that cistern can actually be found in the building, the current building's attic. So, like, they built up and over it so you can still see it, but it's not used anymore. Okay. Okay. I'm so glad it's not used anymore. <laughs> right. That would that'd be a little concerning. <gasps> There's also a series of outbuildings that stand on the north end of the property that include a two-story brick kitchen, a stable for 12 horses, a coach house, and I don't remember what the last thing was because Katie changed it to dildo. <laughs> so, I don't actually remember what it was. So, 
Too bad, so sad. There's just a, like, in canon, there's just a large wooden dick. So here we are. <laughs> That's what we have now. Uh, I don't. You know they, <laughs> I don't remember huh? what I changed. <laughs> I don't know either. So here we are. In canon, there's just a big wooden dick. Did you know they actually sell wooden dildos? That's disgusting. Did you know that was a thing? Yeah. Well, uh, you changed it to dildo, so now we're going to have a dildo conversation. <laughs> You're welcome. Uh, they also make glass Oh, I know dildos. that. Yeah, but they also make wooden dildos. Did you know that that's uh, when, like, in ye olden times, when women wanted to get frisky and they had dildos made? They were made out of wood. So, uh, like, historically, dildos were wooden. Congratulations. You know what? I'm sorry. I apologize. I will never change. That's a lie. <laughs> Don't lie to me. What was the what was the list? What was the list again? No, no, just read it to me. I think the just, list. Yeah, two story brick kitchen, a stable for twelve horses, a coach house, and a dildo. Nope. Yeah, see, it's, no, I it's, got nothing. It started with a D. Yeah, yeah. That's I, all I got. I don't know what it is. Okay, a great. Dairy. A dairy. It was a dairy. It's a That's dairy. What it was. Um, see, I yeah. knew, I knew that if I just yeah, yep, yeah, yep. Yeah. We talked about dicks long enough, and so what? <laughs> di- dairy. <laughs> it makes sense. You're welcome. Ew. Yeah, you started this. This is what you wanted. Anyways, let's proceed. Let's, mm-hmm. let's, let's yep. move on. <sighs> Disappointed. So Peyton, Peyton, was the speaker of Virginia's House of Burgesses in the years leading up to the revolution, which is kind of cool, right? So he's an important political figure. And he actually was elected the presiding officer for the first and second Continental Congresses. Neat. Yeah. I don't know what that means. <laughs> The Continental Congress was like the bunch of people that got together and were like, hey, we're going to make our own country because oh. treason and fuck England. Oh, oh, oh. Yes, yes, yes. Okay. Yeah. That's, they, like, that's created the laws. That's the official name. Okay, okay, okay. I'm on, yeah. I'm on the same yeah. page now. Okay. You're, yeah. <laughs> so it was actually pretty well, like, believed that Peyton would have been a, a very outspoken, loud founding father had he not died of a stroke in 1774. Or 1775. Oh, so so close. Yeah, he was actually having dinner with Thomas Jefferson, and they were both hanging out, having a good time, and he had a stroke at Jefferson's table. Oh. And died. Oh. Yeah, so not not a good time. So, not so good. Oop. So, his widow, Betty Randolph, actually ended up opening their home. Yes. I just had a really bad thought. (laughs) Yes. Is it about wooden dildos? No, no, no. Okay, a different kind of bad thought. Yes. Proceed. No. Uh, I was going to make a joke of how fucking rude is, rude is it that you invite someone over and then they die at your table? I mean, the company was pretty shitty, apparently, <laughs> that you'd rather die. <laughs> so. <laughs> You're welcome. Okay, that's the worst joke. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> it's fine. These guys are all dead now anyway. You can make yeah, just like make that, fun. Right? Just yeah. make fun no, of dead people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's fine. Oops. It's okay. <laughs> dead founding fathers, even. Oof. Ooh, yeah. Whoop. Betty Randolph. There we go. That's where we were at. Betty Randolph. Um, Peyton's widow opened the house to the French general. Anybody who likes history is going to know the name. And if you don't, I'm disappointed. Jean-Baptiste. Oh, Lord. I believe. I had practiced this, but I <laughs> do not have a French accent. So here we are. Jean-Baptiste. Dantien de Vimier, Comte de Rochambeau. Wow. There. I, I think you That's did what I got. really well with that. I, I applaud you. Thank you. 
So when he arrived in Williamsburg with General George Washington to prepare for the siege of Yorktown in 1781. So that's pretty cool. Another name that anybody who is either a fan of the Hamilton show or knows about history is um, Marquis de Lafayette, who was a guest. He was, he was also a French friend of the United States, the early United States. He stayed in the house, and the house actually ended up serving as the French headquarters until they moved to the field. So, like, before the Battle of Yorktown, when the, the French were coming in to help the baby U.S., that's where they stayed. <laughs> so that's cool. Okay. Really important. So Peyton and Betty had no children, and after her death, and according to her will, the house was sold at auction and purchased by a man named Joseph Hornsby. Hornsby, what a name. What a name. Hornsby. Ah. Then, fast forwarding, during the Civil War, the home was owned by the Peachy family, which is why it's sometimes called the uh, Randolph Peachy House. It was used as a hospital for troops during the Battle of Williamsburg. Oh. Oops. 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 It's haunted. Oops. So the house was purchased by Colonial Williamsburg, which is that, like, let's protect all the history stuff, and mm-hmm. underwent several restorations, the first of which was in October, started in October 1938 and was then completed in April 1940, then again in 1967, and then again in 1968. So it's had several restorations. Not a good thing. Uh, the land that the home sits on was actually determined to contain at least two Native American burial sites. Oh, no. Yeah. The graves were disturbed during the construction of the tunnel for the Continental US, or National Parkway in 1941. Oh, fuck. Whoops. Not a good time, right? No. Not good. No. So then in 1970, the home was declared a National Historic Landmark for its well-preserved early 18th century architecture and for its association with the Randolph family. So that's all the history that I have. Cool. There's there's a lot more, but that I th- I'd hit the highlights, you know? Okay, that sounds good. That's solid. The rest of everything is just the spooky stuff. So that's cool, right? Hit me. That's good. So during the history of the house... There have been 30 people of all ages that have died in the house due to accidents, suicides, murder, war, and mysterious natural illnesses. I don't think it's mysterious natural illness. I think when you drink rainwater from your fucking roof, you're going to have problems. What do, you, what do you get from that? Is that listeria? Anything. I want to say that's listeria. I don't know. It's, I mean. It's lots of things. Lots of things. Lots of not good things. So I have my first thing is a story from Marquise de Lafayette. He stayed there in 1824. And as he was like entering the house, he described the feeling of like just a very cold hand, like on the front of his shoulder, like holding him from entering the house. Like as soon as he got to the foyer, it was like, no, get the fuck out. Oh, that's cool. That's That's gross. That's exciting. He also talked about, in the middle of the night, being woken up by disembodied voices saying his name. And this was in the 1800s. <laughs> so that's cool. That's cool, right? No. Long, long history of hauntings. Many people throughout the years have heard the shattering of a mirror. And then when they go to, like, check on the mirror, it's either it's nowhere near the sound or the mirror is just not damaged. So that's kind of weird. Who, sh- who shattered a mirror? I don't Somebody somewhere sometime broke a mirror <laughs> and it's still happening okay not a good time 
People often hear disembodied voices, like any time of the day, doesn't matter, anywhere in the house. That's cool. Gross. Heavy knocking can be heard all throughout the house, like on the walls. Like, that's cool, right? Why? I don't why? know. Why? Why? I don't know. Why is that one of the things? I, I don't know, but you're you're near a wall and then it's just bang, bang, bang. So that's cool. Even even in the living, why is someone... Someone. I don't I, know. Is it three knocks? Is it the walking of the Trinity? Is it a devil? I don't think like, so. I just probably, it, but I don't. It, I don't know. Is it a devil? Know. Is it a demon? There we go. Is it a de- devil demon? Is it even? Does it have chains? Rattle is your it, chains if you're is the devil. Same Alice. Alice in chains. Get it? Oh. I'm hey. Funny. Wait. No. Oh my God! You just jogged my brain with something. Um, yeah. I heard a really good song, and I gotta talk. Kay. I gotta before I lose it. Um. Oh. I heard a really good song. Um, shit, who were the, who was the, who are the guys um, that sang Radioactive? Imagine Dragons. Imagine dragging these nuts across. I fucking hate you so much. God, you stress me out. Jesus Christ. <laughs> I wonder how, like, that's. <laughs> I wonder how it would feel like as a, like say like a twenty year old. Like, walking up to you, like, during this this time frame, like, the 1800s, like, right? So, like, you walk up to your, your grandmother, and, like, she's whittling. You know what that is, right? Whittling? The uh, wood. Yes, the knife. yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. She's she's whittling something with her knife, um, and it's just, is is really uncomfortably, like, cylindrical shape. And you're just like, hey, Granny, what's that for? And she's like, oh, this? Don't you worry about it. And she's only, like, in her 40s, because this is the 1800s, and you have, like, 53 kids. But... She just, don't you worry about it, dearie. And then you get older and you end up carving your own wooden dildo. And just, I'm curious how that would feel. Not good. No, no. <coughs> Probably kind of like how I feel right now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Good. I'm so disappointed. I'm just, I'm just disappointed. I'm so sorry. The, audi- the audience wants it. It's not. I mean, it's understandable. <laughs> but like, man. Man, you can, you can you can continue. I don't know if I want to. <laughs> you can't tap out. You're almost done. Knocking, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Other people will hear heavy boots stomping through the house. You can hear a woman singing to herself. And when you enter a room, there's a chance that the furniture will be in a different position or a different place than where you left it. Eh. That's fun. There are the sounds of children laughing and small feet running across the floor. Uh, oh, that would give me cold chills. <laughs> Thanks for the thumbs up. <laughs> You're welcome. Some have seen the apparition of a child in an upstairs window looking down on the street. I have a, a no. I saw a picture of that and that was pretty spooky. Did you, you didn't put it in your notes? I did not. You're fired. I did not. That's okay. fine. Many sensitives and psychics, when they go into this place, they pick up uncomfortable, uneasy feelings on the stairs and then in some of the second floor rooms. Why? Why the stairs? It's always the stairs. You'll find out. Huh? So the, there was a time that the fire alarm went off in the east wing of the house, right? So when the security guards arrived to investigate it, they found a fire extinguisher just sitting in the center of one of the rooms. Like, off the wall, sitting in the center of the room. And there were perfect little circles of foam encircling the fire extinguisher. Like... Perfect circles. The foam... Of from the fire extinguisher? Yes. <gasps> yep. In perfect little tiny circles all matching each other. Like per- perfect little tiny circles all in a circle. 
around, around the, fire. the fire extinguisher. In, in a circle. Yes. Gross. Ew. Uh. Yes. They checked that area and there was, like, all the doors were still locked from the inside. So there was no intruder. And they searched and they didn't find anybody. Awesome. So that's cool. That's gross. There was an entity, or, or, well, there is an entity on the second floor that's, like, really shitty to people. So there was a female, like, hostess that was, like, going through the house. And she was on the second floor. And she felt something try to push her down the stairs. Mm. Like, the very top of the stairs. Like, push her down. Um, she was able to hold onto the railing until the thing stopped trying to push her. But it wasn't just a, a push and done. It was, like, it kept trying to force her down the stairs. And she had, she held onto the railing so she wouldn't go. So this went on for like more than a couple seconds. So that's gross. That's yes. terrifying. Yeah, absolutely. No, thank you. So now she absolutely refuses to go up the stairs ever. Like she just nope. She's staying on the first floor. I don't. I don't blame her. I wouldn't either. God no. Absolutely not. F- fuck that ghost. Oh my god. There's another entity in the basement that is not great. So in the seventies like the 1970s, there was a security guard named Mr. Jones. And Mr. Jones was about to leave for the evening when he heard like moans and groans coming from the basement. So he's like, oh shit, somebody's down there and they're hurt. I'm going to go save them because he's a good dude, right? So he goes downstairs and as soon as he makes it like from the top to the bottom, like his foot hits the bottom, like the basement, right? And the, the door slams closed, locks from the outside. And like, it's not a, a basement like how we think of in basements. Um, it's not like inside the house necessarily. It's it's like the cellar. Is so you it, have to go outside and like open the big doors and then go down. So like so, so like it, scary horror movie cellar. Yes. Okay, yes. okay. So like there's no way to access it from inside the house. You have to go outside to get to the cellar. Love it. Thing. Love right. it. So he goes down in there because that's, that's what you do when you want to get killed in a horror movie, right? <laughs> So, Mr. Jones, why? So, Mr. Jones is locked in. And he, as, like, he went to turn to see what had happened, he was completely, like, paralyzed, could not move. Like, just frozen. And he stood like that for a few minutes until his boss, who had gone looking for him, because he's like, hey, where the hell is Jones? Went looking for him, opened up the the basement door, like, the, the cellar door, opened it up, and then Mr. Jones was able to move. And then he runs up the stairs and says, hey, buddy, I quit and never came back. <gasps> so. Oh, my God. That's cool. That's disgusting. Yeah, that, I don't like that. So there was another incident in the basement where a security guard found himself down there while he was making his rounds. He's just checking everything out, making sure stuff was good, right? He was turning to go up the stairs when he heard a guttural growl from right behind him. And he went to go up the stairs quickly because uh, fuck that. And something grabbed his ankle. <laughs> and he couldn't move. Not the anky. <laughs> yeah, his sweet little anky. It touched his sweet little anky and then he could not move. So he was frozen. And his flashlight, who he was, who he had with him, right? His flashlight goes out. So this thing has him by the ankle. He has no light. And it's just pitch black down here. I would cry. Right. So he th- grabs his he grabs his radio and he's like, hey, get me the fuck out of here. Help me. And a, a fellow officer came and had to pry the door open. So that's cool. What the hell is going on in the basement? Why? Okay. So there, I'll get there in just a second. So okay. um, he had to pry the basement door open. And then at that point when the doors opened, the 
other guard was released. He only stayed on the job long enough to find a better paying job and then he left. Rightfully so. Fair enough. Yeah. Yeah. Totally understandable. So there's a couple of theories as to like what the hell is happening in the basement. So there's one that it's believed that because they were they were slave owners, like the original owners of the house. Right. Right. So Elizabeth, who is Peyton's wife, um, there's no evidence that she mistreated her slaves. I mean, as, as much as you can mistreat someone when you own them um there was however a slave trader named richard hansford richard hansford that lived in the house a few years prior to the civil war so it could be that he kept slaves in his basement and that's just the like the bad shit down there is just a result of being a garbage person um there's another story where (sighs) an uncle of the peachy family who lived there during the civil war that he committed unalive in the basement, ah. and he he was not uh, a very nice, good person anyway. Mm. Um, so there's there's a couple of different options. I'm not really sure which one actually occurred. Okay. So, but there's there's a few options there as to why the basement is bad. The next spirit is that of Mrs. Peachy. So she, um, actually, her entire family, like the whole Peachy family, is buried on the property. So that's cool, right? Okay. Family graveyards are a thing. I guess. So. I have a family graveyard. It's just not anywhere in this county. It's a county over. But, yeah. What? Which side of your family? Huh? My mom's. We have a, a family gra- graveyard in Jackson County. Ah, uh, Jackson County. Yeah, exactly. The real poor people. Yeah. yeah that's, that, that one. That one, yes. Gay. Yep. That makes sense. Yep. Get back to where I was at in <laughs> my brain. Uh. Family graveyards. So, Mrs. Peachy... Like, her entire family's buried on the property, right? So her children actually passed away before she did, which is very sad. Very oh, unfortunate. Yeah. Um, like, she lost all of her kids uh, before she died. So they're all buried on the property, and it's said that, like, some of the younger ones are the ones that are running around the property now, like, making noise and all sorts of stuff, right? Mrs. Peachy herself appears as a gaunt, skeletal grieving woman is how she is described um she i don't like it so on the second floor there's a bedroom where she'll often appear and in this bedroom guests who are staying the night often like uh, comment about how comfortable and warm the room is and it just feels really nice that changes around midnight uh you know as it does (laughs) They would wake up from her apparition standing in the corner of the room calling their names. So she's just there and she's just like, hey, hello, hi, pay attention to me. And then when you pay attention to her, she starts to like wring her hands like she's nervous. And then she's like more often than not backlit by the moonlight streaming in through the window. So like you can see through her, which is super spooky because you're like, oh, this is not just a person saying, hey, wake up. It's the, the fucking ghost. And then something that I have never read was, let me just read this to you. So she's described as, quote, polishing the bones on her skeletal face. And I don't know what that means. What? But I don't like it. The fuck does that mean? Polishing I don't know, the but it makes bo- me really uncomfortable. Is she rubbing her face? I mean, I guess. Like, maybe doing this. Like, where you, like, like rubbing run her your... temples and... Yeah. yeah. Maybe I don't know, but I don't like it. I don't like that phrase. What? Polishing the bones on her face. Ooh. What? What? And the novelist wrote that bullshit. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Sounds like a guy writing lines. A lady. <laughs> oh my lord. 
I just so want you to, many people. Go ahead. I just want you to know that I will not miss your 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 titties when you die. Uh, thank you. That's very kind. I won't. That's very kind. I know. Oh, okay. I appreciate that. Yeah, I will not. I will not, not mourn. Yeah, that's not the most interesting thing about my personality. <laughs> so thank you. No, it's the hair. <laughs> my dog's screaming. Sorry. Oh, okay. It is definitely the hair. Yes. Okay. Cool. Many people believe that her spirit is actually trying to warn anyone who stays in the room about all the tragedies. So, like, all the people that have died in the house and, like, all the weird illnesses and stuff, they're like, ah, she's trying to warn me to get out. Right. There's another apparition in this home of a boy who's, like, college-aged, assumed to probably be one of the Peachy's sons or a Civil War soldier that passed here. So... People will awaken in the middle of the night to see his, like, shimmering translucence, like his his visage, standing in the corner. And I don't know what it is about seeing a see-through person standing in the corner that freaks me out so bad. What but it does. He- what the hell is wrong with all these ghosts standing in the corner when you wake up? I don't, I don't know. I don't know. I don't like it. That shit like is it. It makes rude. Me- Dude, it makes me think of the Blair Witch Project, where, like, have you ever seen that? Please tell me you have. No. You have? Oh, my no. God, we're watching that. Okay. So, um, at, okay. So, like, there's a part of the movie where, like, somebody, it looks like their soul is gone because they're just standing, this, like, this far away from the, the wall. Disgusting. Like, their nose is touching the wall, and that's what it makes me think of, and it makes me really uncomfortable. So, employees have seen a young man in, like, a fully colonial outfit, and they just assume that he's a fellow employee until he disappears in front of them. <laughs> so, that's fun, right? Uh, rude boy. So, yeah, that's, that is the Peyton Randolph house. Okay, that was a lot yeah. more than I thought it was going to be. Yep. All right, well, thank you for scaring that. Thank you for sharing that scary place with me. Thank you for scaring me with that place. That yeah, that that's where my brain got mashed up. I got you. No worries. Okay. Okay. Cool. 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 Um, this is the part of the episode where we give shout out to our Patreon members, but new we don't Patreon have any members. Do, yeah, new Patreon members. Is that what I said? No, you just said Patreon members, which I'm like t- shout out to all y'all, but also, but also new our newest members. Patreon members. But we don't have any today. But uh, I think I need to make an announcement and going forward, if you do sign up, please be sure to fill out. The survey. The forms. Yes. There's a link whenever you sign up. You should get like a little message or an email. There should be a link somewhere and like a, hey, thank you. And if you don't, I will email it to you like, hey, fill this out. So just yes. just FYI, fill that out. Okay. So uh, be sure to head on over there to support us and anywhere else. Um, iTunes, be sure to rate and review. Spotify, please be sure to smash that follow button. And anywhere else you're listening to us, please be sure to do the thing. Yeah, because if you like what we do, rate and review. Thanks. Welcome. Cool. Oh, this is yours. I was like, that's not my place. This is my place. Here we go. Yeah. Okay. All about it. So we had a listener request. Ooh. Shannon. Thank you, Shannon, for submitting this suggestion. This was actually really cool. This is really cool. I was actually like, I'm not a history nerd. So this was cool. Like, because I was like, this is boring. Oh my God. And then at the very end, it made it all worth it. So it's all worth it at the very end. Uh, There's not really, there's not really good. ghost stories but there's a good like mystery story that i found about this place so we're gonna cover that so this is glam's castle and i i did consult my scottish friend on how to pronounce it and he said that it's pronounced good call glam's castle so we're gonna call it glam's castle so even before the castle was built 
the land that it resides on. It has history that dates back to 600 BC. Damn. Yeah. Um, when I was writing that, I kind of had a thought. Do you ever wonder if people in like the BC area was like, who is Christ? Like, why are we before this guy? No, because that wasn't the, the unit of measure at the time. So no, no, I don't think that that's what happened. Somehow. Somehow. I don't think so. Was it not a good joke? I mean, it could be because like, I suppose people who were reading the Torah, um, like all the historical books, like depending uh-huh. on when they were written. Yeah. Okay. okay. It could be like, well, the, it was- the Christ. Yeah. The Messiah. I thought it was a good joke. Anyways. It was an okay joke. Thank you. Uh, You're welcome. His, <laughs> historians think that there was a, a Kirk, but as as we uh, learned from the Greyfriars Kirk episode, that's a church. That's a church. Oh. Yeah. We should, we should all know that. About a mile from where the castle is currently built. So through the first building being erected on site was a royal hunting lodge, which was, which was used by the royal Scottish crown. So- Ooh. Royal Hunting Lodge, you you just know that the royals are going to be there, right? Like it fancy. That's kind of yeah, like I mean that, that kind of those go together, right? So pretty well. There's that. Fast forward to King Malcolm II of Alba was mysteriously Ooh. assassinated in 1034. Oh no, assassination! As assassination. So fun fact: um, Galam's Castle makes a feature in Shakespeare's Macbeth. Though every every single article is like, oh my god, it's mentioned in this this story about the murder of Macbeth, but um, there's no there's no historical evidence that there was a murder at Glam's Castle. It's it's (gasps) just it's just an Easter egg, kind of. Oh no. Yeah. So I think just Shakespeare used it as a play. So that's just that's just there. There you go. All right. So fast forward to 1372, King Robert II of Scotland gave the lands of Glam's to one Sir John Lyon of yeah. Fortavoit. We're going to go with that. Okay. Uh, okay. For, his, for his service to the crown. So so Sir John Lyon got the, 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 the land and, and the hunting lodge. Fancy. Of, of Glam's. Okay, cool. So, I wish I could get a hunting lodge as like a, hey, you did good. Hey, you served the government. Here's a yeah. plot of land. Oh, gee, you thanks. Did great. <laughs> I'll make this trade. Though it was John's son, Sir John Lyon of Glams. So the of, the of part change. This is going to be like there's going to be like reincarnations of the name. The whole this whole story. So just bear with me. I'm not surprised. So he worked to turn the hunting lodge into an actual castle. The building began in 1404, which is the core of the eastern wing of the castle called the Palace House. Ooh. The first lord of the house was the next son in line, Patrick, and he was appointed by King James I. So Patrick was technically the first lord, so it took three generations to be a lord. To be of a the castle. House. Yeah. Right. So I guess like I, I guess like the order of things is you have to have a castle first before you can be a lord. Well, I mean you can't have a the lord of the hunting lodge just sounds kind of stupid. <laughs> like <laughs> The Lord of the Castle, though. That's, I get it. Yeah, that's, I guess. I guess that makes sense. So Patrick added onto the castle's great, great tower to, to the whole kit and caboodle. So like these generations will just start to add, add on stuff to the castle as we go. So are you ready for some tea? Oh, I love tea. Gimme. All right, here we go. 
Just as a wee young lad, King James V was actually kidnapped by his step-pappy. Is it, is it the, pronounced? What? His, his the, step- the mix there, the wee lad and then step-pappy, step-pappy those don't mesh. That's where my brain was at the time when I wrote that. I'm so sorry. I mean, no, it's fine. It's okay. It just it threw me for a loop. Okay. Is it? I got my nose out of joint. I'm just going to pretend you didn't say that. I'm so proud. So anyways, is it pronounced Ar- Archibald? 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 Oh. Yeah, Archibald, right? Yeah, Archibald. Archibald. That's what I would say. <gasps> Are you looking at my notes? I don't know. Archie? Archibald? Um, I don't know. Archie? I don't know. Arhi? Stop it. So. Archie? <laughs> this. Anyways, Archibald Douglas. Uh, he was the sixth Earl of Agnes. Not not to be confused with anus. I almost wrote that. Agnes? So, Agnes. A-G-N-U-S. Like the name? Yeah. Agnes? That's bro, just weird. Bro, just hold over the notes and just follow along with me. Okay, I'm going. I'm going. Lord. When, so he was, so he's kidnapped. James V okay. was, was kidnapped by this guy. Okay. When King James okay. V took power in 1528, he sought out revenge on his stepfather's family. Reasonable. Okay, so we're gonna we're gonna do a little, he he reached he really reached for this one. The Archibald sister Jeanette Douglas was the widow of the sixth Lord of Glams. Okay. Okay. So James the Fifth accused Janet of being a treasonous, a treasoner, a person of treason. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So uh, for for being a supporter of the Earl of Agnes, and maybe I spelled that wrong. Angus. Anyways, Angus, yeah, yeah. So, so because that was his, that was her brother. Yeah, he like accused her of being a supporter of him, and then right. was like, "Oh, you're you're tre- you're treasoner, you're a person of treason." So, right. Yeah. So, so she was also accused of plotting to poison the king, po- uh, accused of poisoning of her her husband because he was deceased at the time, and then brought up charges of witchcraft on her. I mean that that sounds about right because you know Women. your family did something bad so like hello right we're gonna we're gonna punish you I don't know if the guy I don't know if the guy was dead or not at this point I don't know if I'm, he was I'm wor- assuming so because I, I don't know yeah I don't know either so I don't know why he was just like fuck this bitch in particular I have no idea so maybe she was particularly rude mean to him I don't know so I don't. I have no clue. So, anyways, though her reputation was impeccable, she was apparently just a studious woman, there was no way to convince anyone to lie against her. There was actually nothing to find legitimately against her, and no one really wanted to go against her because she didn't do anything wrong. Fair. So, anyways, uh, James imprisoned her and then had her burned at the stake in 1573. Well... Do, do you see what I wrote in my notes there? Uh, yeah, that sounds like a temper tantrum. <laughs> so, James V seized the castle and imprisoned Jeanette's son and also had him to be killed. So, like, this was the next in line, the next heir to the... Oh, yeah, like, just wipe out the, yeah. the line was, at this point. It was going to wipe out the line. So, right. later he was released, the... the but the, the the air was the air was released because yes. uh, good old Jamesy boys died. Oh, yep. Like so King James V died. Yeah, yeah. So it huh. was like any charges against the air dropped. Whoops. And they released Whoops. him. <laughs> Whoops. I mean, you can't really face your in- accuser in court if they're dead. Right. Like you kind of need the- a Ouija board for that, and even then, it's hit or miss. 
<laughs> At any rate, uh, the castle was returned to the Lion family in 1543, and it was completely ransacked. <laughs> Whoops. Oops. So by 1562, the East Wing was dominated by the main tower, and the castle was enclosed by a fortified court. Queen Mary of Scots did visit around this time with her entourage. Oh, with her posse, if you will. Not yeah, quite a mob. I'm still upset <laughs> about mobs. Mob? Mobs. Mob. It's a mob. Mobbing. I don't know why you're upset about this. It's fine. Okay. The Ninth Lord of Glams. I also keep track of this as we go. So, like, get ready for this. This gets okay. crazy. Okay. Uh, he's another reincarnation. Uh, he's Patrick Lyons. In okay. 1606 was the Earl of Kinghorn. During mm-hmm. the Commonwealth of England, Scotland, and Ireland, soldiers were garrisoned at Glam's. Most okay. of the family fortune was lost through the backing of the Covenanters in the religious oh, wars in gotcha. the 1600s. Yeah, they gotcha. didn't do too well. Yeah, 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 yeah. No. So the 11th Lord of Glam's was able to restore fortunes and build back up the castle, adding on the West Wing, and turned the Great Hall into a fine drawing room. Beautiful. What is with all of these castles... And drawing rooms. Like, was drawing just the to-do back then? Uh, I think a drawing room is where you, like, sit and talk. It's like a den. Oh, is that? Just, I think. Oh. I think. Why is it called the drawing room? I mean, it's either that or it's, because you're drawing up your plans. I don't Mm. don't know. Mm. I I have no idea. Either that or you're just, hey, everybody, this is where I do my art. I don't know. Hey, everyone. So, so there's a, there's, there you go. So the thirteenth Lord of Glams. Mm-hmm. So I keep I keep count of the Lord of Glams, but at this point the title has changed to Earl of Kinghorn. But I'm still keeping up with like the order in which Does that makes sense. Like I'm counting. Okay. Yes. I'm still yes, counting. Yes, yes. I'm still okay. So yes. this is now the thirteenth Lord slash the fifth Earl of Kinghorn supported the Got Jacobite you. uprising in 1715. Ooh. And uh, was uh, ships same day to Jesus in the middle of a war. So that, that's well. Not... I mean, that's typically what happens when you pick one side of the war and then and... get into a fight yep. and aren't very good at fighting. You you get a one way ticket to see Jesus. See 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 your uh, higher power. Cool, great. So James the five six seven the seventh James the seventh. Uh, he chilled at the castle with his supporters. Fun fact. Oh, that's interesting. Yes. Yeah, so, so a lot of uh, it's a big castle, and it was like a well-to-do castle. So there, there was a lot of uh, royalty that came and stayed at this place, and there was a lot of visitors too. It's not just like a castle that's there, you know? Like it was used. Yeah. Okay. Cool. It's, it's it's like a functional castle. It's not just for like effect, you know? Yeah, 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 yeah. So now the seventeenth lord, but slash the ninth earl, okay, married a wealthy heiress to a coal mining tycoon. Ooh. So, of course, they told each other, get it, loser, we're going shopping, and proceeded to build up the castle even more. Beautiful. The 10th Earl took on his mother's last name, so it would be the 18th Lord. Okay, question. Answer. Sorry. Yeah. Have you said the phrase, they, of course, told each other, get in, loser, we're going shopping before? Yeah. Because I, I just, it. okay, okay, cool. Because I just had a really intense deja vu feeling, and I was like, what the fuck is happening right now? Um, I okay. did I did that with the brewing company. I can't remember How the name of it. How long ago was that? Uh, not too long ago. 
Okay. Because it dude, definitely felt like it was it was like a recent thing, like last night, like yesterday no, or the day before. So it was okay. definitely months ago. Cool. I can't remember what the name of the mansion was, but the dude, the 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 brewer guy married also a wealthy chick and then I also said, Get it loser, we're going shopping and they completely redid the house. I think okay. Yeah, that that was that was the one with the that I made the the limp biscuit jokes. So it was a limp mansion, maybe? Limp mansion, there you go. Okay. Okay, right, cool, cool, I'm cool, cool, cool. so glad Perfect. we could draw those lines. I'm make- so sorry. I just, I definitely was like, okay, something fucking weird is happening here. Cool. <laughs> yep, you're cool. All right. So moving right along, the 10th Earl slash 14th Lord. Okay. Okay, 10. Okay. Okay. 14. 14. I, I count the Lord part. I think that's the longest line that they got going. So, yeah. so took on his mother's last name Ooh. T- to make it Bo's, Bo's Lion. With a new family crest. Can you can you guess what the family crest looked like? Was it a lion? Bows and lions. Yeah, so was it like bows and arrows and lions? Or was it like pretty shiny bows and lions? I don't know. Google it. I didn't look oh, it up. I, I guess I should. I don't know. I don't know. I'm, I'm upset. What's it called? Hold on. Bows, bows lion. Bows lion. Family bows crest. Bows lion and it's just a bowing lion. That would make sense. That would is be it, nice. Is it Bows, Bows Lion? Bows Lion? I, I don't, don't, I don't know. Crest. <laughs> Family Crest. Yeah, it's literally bows like a bow and arrow and lions. I nailed it. You're. I told Hell you. Yeah. What the f- Hell yeah. Okay, <laughs> anyways, moving right along. The, <laughs> the 14th Earl slash the 22nd Lord... Had mm. okay. This is where we get good. Okay, you ready? Yes. Had ten children. Jesus. The ninth child was Lady Elizabeth Bowes Lyon. Okay. Whomist? <clears throat> excuse me. Whomist married Prince Albert, Duke of York, if you will, son of King George the Fifth. Do you okay. know who we're talking? Do you know who we're talking about yet? I'm getting there. Yes. Okay. Would King George the fifth died, Albert became King George the sixth, and Elizabeth mm-hmm. became Queen Elizabeth. Yes. When George sixth died, their yes. eldest daughter became Queen Elizabeth the second, and the mother became Queen Mother. Beautiful. Look at that. And then here well, we are to look at one that. of my favorite families. Yep. Perfect. Isn't that crazy? Isn't that wild? Yes. I did not know that's where that was going to go. And I was like, oh. I was not sure. And then you said Albert. And I was like, oh. 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 Okay. Yeah. Okay. So in 18, excuse me, 1987, the Glam's Castle is featured on the reverse side of a 10-pound note by the Royal Bank of Scotland. Of the course house, it is. Yes. The house is currently owned by the 19th Earl Twenty seventh Lord, okay, who inherited the crib in two thousand sixteen. Who is that? I don't do, know. Do they have a name? Oh, it's it's probably uh, it's probably Patrick or John. <laughs> That's fair. Are you really googling it? Shut up. Okay. Castle. If I could fucking spell Glams. G L A M I S. Simon Bowes Lion. Oh, there we go. Simon. That's right. Simon. Good old Simon. Nerd. Okay. So you want some more tea? Always. Okay. This isn't this is like a like a rumor thing, but this rumor is also backed up by the Smithsonian magazine. Ooh. 
Yeah, they wrote a whole article. Yeah, so like this is this is like real like real tea. Like this is like good stuff tea. Like like British tea. Like I actually had a cup of Earl Grey earlier. Ew. Funnily enough. (gasps) Ew. You shut your dirty uncultured mouth. (gasps) We drink black chai vanilla tea in this house. I mean, I also drink that, but I like Earl Grey and English breakfast and all the other things as well. It's because you're just because you're redhead. Earl Grey with a little bit of milk. Oh, boy, that's my jam. <laughs> Go ahead. Sorry. <laughs> Anyways, I linked the Smithsonian Magazine yeah. in my notes. So if you want to read that or you just you just Google Glam's Castle history and look for the Smithsonian Magazine about this. Here we go. So I've, as as Suez, so as we've seen in the movies, right, like Hollywood, Bollywood, whatever, uh, these castles are bound to have secret rooms, right? Mm-hmm. Mostly because your castle being part of a war isn't too uncommon right certainly right so at any rate some of the lions didn't actually live in the castle it was just like too much for them you know like it was just too too breezy too much of an upkeep i mean that's fair too too gloomy too castly it's too castly it's too fancy (laughs) so at one point they hired a young man by the name of sir walter scott who is a novelist to basically babysit the castle sort of for a while while the lions didn't live there he wrote in an account in 1830 i must own as i heard door after door shut after my conductor had retired i began to consider myself too far from the living and somewhat too near to the dead huh so there was hauntings happening in the house hell yeah or or something else maybe in this publication, Maybe. he wrote that there is a secret room in the castle that only the Earl, his factor, and his heirs know about. So it's it's like traditional lineage of the, the Bose Lion family to pass down where all of the secret rooms are in the castle and no one else is to know, period. That's amazing. Yep. And it's never been leaked. It's never been leaked. Well, I mean, honestly, if it did get leaked... There's only a few people that it could be, so like, hmm. So, hmm. one of the countesses expressed fr- frustration to the guests that she didn't know where the secret room was. Like, she was, like, feeling left out. Bullshit, bullshit. So, they started a hunting party in the castle looking for the for the secret rooms. That's really silly. Like, precious, yeah, but also silly. It didn't end well. The Earl came home and, like, apparently divorced her over it. Well... Oops. I mean, okay, okay. So like, here's here's the thing. So like, as as someone who really is like interested in the the royal family and like all their weird bullshit, right? Yeah. So rich people, like these kinds of rich people, not just like your rich people, like your rich people, are completely different. Like there there are so many like little rules and things that they do because they're royalty, like because they're like this level of person. So like, I can't even imagine. Like, that that would definitely be a thing to just be like, oh, sorry, you're out. Like, yep. oh my goodness. Yeah. You can't wear, like, uh, sleeveless dresses if you're a woman. That's a thing. Like, in the royal family, you can't wear sleeveless dresses. I didn't know that. No. Spaghetti straps. You can't wear spaghetti my, straps. My Too bare, bare arms. Oh my god. Anyways. It's wild. Ugh. In 1908, a report mm-hmm. from the Notes Inquiries... I think I, I said that wrong. I'm so sorry. Queries? Said, queries. Thank you. Yeah, I got you. I, so that was a mix between queries and inquire. Yeah. yeah there we I go. I was like, 
Okay. On the right track. I can't read. Why did I sign up for this? Said that there was an unknown prisoner in the castle. What? The mystery was told to the present writer some 60 years ago. When he was a boy, it made a great impression on him. The story was, and is, that in the castle of Glam's is a secret chamber. In this chamber is confide a monster who is the rightful heir to the title and property, but who is so unpresentable that it is necessary to keep him out of sight and out of possession. So it's speculated it might have been a member of the Bose Lion family, though the only recordable evidence is that Lord Lord Glam's married Charlotte Grimstead in 1820. What a name. Yeah, Grim Grimstead. Grimstead. That. That's there cool we go. Name. Oh, my God. They had their first son and was born and died October 21st, 1821. Oh, So they had a son that born was born and also died on the same day. Seems seems a little sus to me, fam. That's which, really which, sad. But which infant mortality rate was really high. But right. nonetheless, nonetheless. Some guests in the Victorian era were definitely not paying to mind their own business. And were trying to figure out the deets of where this was happening, what was going on. Yeah. So rumor became speculation that the Bose Lions had a deformed child that could never be allowed to inherit the title. Uh, this wouldn't this was this wouldn't have been uncommon for that family to do this because later in life, um, sometime after World War One the Bose Lion had two cousins, two two girls that were mentally challenged, mm-hmm. and they were casted into like homes and hospitals and completely Certainly. forgotten about. Yeah, and I mean, I know as far as the older royal family and the the royal line was concerned, that if you had any kind of physical weakness, that was not was not cool. But right. I mean, overbreeding the same lines. That kind of stuff happens, right? When you Ugh. when you when you inbreed, yeah. Because like I know hemophilia was a big issue um, in some of the earlier oops royalty. Yep, oops. So so the monster of Glam's was born, mm-hmm. and um, th- this is a d- deformed child, right? That is now roaming in the house at night. Oof. So was it was apparently one time noted that it was seen in. 1865 by a workman in the castle the the workman came up to a door that was open and opened up into like a long passage and he said when he looked down this hallway saw something at the end of the passage when he reported it to the clerk reported what he saw to his clerk he was told to leave to australia oh to go and the earl paid paid for it okay and it was it was speculated it was either Go peacefully or not at all. Yeah, or go as a criminal. That too. Yeah. Oof. So an accurate description emerged from the 1960s during during the 1960s from a writer named James Wentworth Day, who was at the Glamis Castle to write the history of the Bose Lion family. He wrote of a legend. A monster was born into the family. He was the heir, a creature of Fearful to behold, it was impossible to allow this deformed creature of humanity to be seen, even by their friends. His chest was an enormous barrel, hairy as a doormat. His head ran straight into his shoulders, and his arms and legs were toy-like. But 
However warped and twisted his body, the child had to be reared to manhood. So they still took care of him. Uh, the factor was given this job, and he was to exercise him and keep the boy safe and then do all these things at night. So he was allowed to, like, roam around the castle and then – or not roam around the castle, but he was allowed to, like, walk the top of the castle at the top and then, like, go out into the grounds. That's really sad. Yeah, so it's speculated to this day of whether or not the rumor was true or not. Yeah. And it was also speculated of whether or not the Bo's lion just gave in to the rumor just to entertain their guests. Oh, I mean, that's a that's a fair concern as well. Yeah. But also, for some odd, re- the, some odd reason, the New York Times wrote about the death of when this the the monster had died which it was like how the hell was that announced so that's really weird so that article is really good read uh that's pretty much the highlights of it and it goes like way into more detail about how this is possibly true interesting so that's that's the spicy tea of the place so are you ready for the hauntings i forgot that that's the kind of show we were doing yeah tell me all about the hauntings i was (laughs) just like immersed I know, it's into that, it. part, that part was really cool. So this is actually a really cool place. All right, so the hauntings weren't as spooky, but they're pretty, they're there. Uh, so it's, it's, a pretty, it's a pretty consistently haunted place. Let's just say Hell that. Oh yeah. Give me the spooky shit. A supposed ghost that is seen haunting the castle is a woman silently screaming with blood running from her mouth. Ma'am? <laughs> Ma'am. Do you need a, a handkerchief or Rumor? tissue? Oh, it- <laughs> <laughs> rumor rumor has it is that she found the secret room with the monster of glams in it and was threatening to spill the beans. The earl ordered her tongue to be cut out and she tried to escape and she was killed. Right, trying to escape. Uh, she can be seen well, sometimes running across the castle lawn. None of that is something I wanted. I no. was perfectly happy to just be like, wow, this place is cool. Um, not so cool now. That's oh, no. Cool. Ma'am? This, some of the stuff they did there were really Ma'am? fucked up. Like, we're gonna actually going to get into that. Ma'am? Children who sleep in the castle are awoken in the middle of the night by an armored knight leaning over their beds. The ghost is known as Earl Beardy, one of the early glams, uh, early lord of glams, who was very nasty and he also had a lot of vices. He loved to drink and gamble. This, the story it has it is that he was playing with his friends on, like, Saturday night. And then it went on into, like, Sunday morning. And his friends were like, I, we want to stop because it's now the Sabbath. And uh, good old Beardy was like, I don't care. I'll, I'll play with the devil if, if it means I get to keep playing. And then apparently the devil showed up. He played against the devil and he lost. So that's, that's the rumor. But sometimes he can be heard behind closed doors shouting profanities and rattling dice. Fair. Okay. In the chapel of the castle, there is the gray lady. She walks through the chapel while people are praying. And she likes to just disappear into the walls. Huh. (laughs) It's speculated that this gray lady is Lady Jeanette Douglas, the one that was accused of those horrendous things and burned at the stake. Yeah. More common occurrences that happen, like, you know, frequently yeah. are ghostly faces will appear in the windows. No, thanks. I'm perfectly fine with that not happening. <laughs> a woman bent over with age carries a bundle of sticks into the middle of the courtyard and just disappears. That's a hag. Don't be rude. I'm good. No, I'm good. That's I'm just fine. 
Sweet old lady, absolutely <laughs> not. Absolutely not. What do you mean? Nope. She's, I don't, she's... Nope. I don't trust it. Mm, okay. Sweet old lady, I don't think so. She wants to make a deal for your soul. Deal with the devil. I'm good. With the devil. Um, shut up. Okay, this one's sad and really fucked up, and I'm so oh, sorry. Oh, no. There was a little black servant boy who was hunted to death by the Earl and some guests. That is You're awful. You're right. You're right. Yeah. It was, it was not. Okay. I'm so sorry. It's awful, horrendous. That is disgusting. That's so, okay. That's still not as bad as the times I had to read a book all about that in uh, high school. So that's not as bad. The most dangerous game? Yes. Yes. I read it too. It's gross. Proceed. It's gross. Yep. So that little black boy still roams the halls to this day. He also Maybe. likes he likes to try and trip people who walk by the queen mother's bedroom. I mean, fair. I would trip a bunch of people, too. <laughs> I'd probably grab their little ankies as they were going upstairs and see if I could make them fall. I mean, that's so, fair. I would do that, too. Yeah. Sweet baby. Let's see. Screams screams behind closed doors are, all, are often frequent. And hammerings in the middle of the night also will awaken the guests. Okay. Yeah? I don't like that one. I'm sorry. That's okay. The hammering? No, the screaming. Oh, the screaming behind the doors? Yeah. Yeah, I'm so sorry. But we can move on to more fucked yes, up things please. that have happened here. No, wait, wait. <laughs> no. In eight in fourteen eighty six I'm gonna I'm gonna botch this, so sorry. Ogilvy Ogilvy clan. Ogvly? Ogvly. Yeah, there we go. The Ogvly clan, that's what we're gonna call it. Sure. They were running from another clan, I guess, trying to avoid a dispute or a fight. I don't know. The whole clan, okay? They said okay. that they wanted to hide in the Glam's castle, and the Lord obliged. He led them into a secret chamber, led them all in to hide, shut the door, locked it, and left. He was friends with the other clan. Oh, cool. Yep. So, cool, 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 cool. depending on who you ask, is how the story goes. Either sometime later they unlocked the door and only one member was left alive by cannibalizing his family, or it was years later that it was open and all other skeletons remained. Which I don't know how the hell you can have a whole clan of people in your house decaying and it don't stink. I don't like it. <laughs> I can tell. So. Um, hmm. Regardless, this room has a really heavy feeling and a lot of people don't like to go in there. That would make a lot of sense. I'm glad it makes sense. Yeah, I have a direction. That's fucking awful. Okay, so apparently there's a haunted cup in the castle. Oh, hell yeah. That's my kind of shit. Tell me about haunted cups. It's not so, about fucking death, murder, cannibalizing rooms. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Tell me about those haunted cups. A silver cup hell yeah. in, the sh- in the shape of a lion. Hell yeah. Holds almost a whole bottle of wine. That's my shit, gimme. The family doesn't know where it came from, though through tradition is that they try to get a guest before they leave to drink all the wine in the cup. Let's go, gimme. However, however, the family believes that this cup has brought them bad luck. Oh. I don't know if they got rid of said cup. Or if it's still there, I don't know. Oh, no, that's that's definitely still something they're like, hey, before you leave, do you want to take a drink out of this cup? Do you want to drink wanna... everything in the cup? Do you want to yes. drink a whole fucking bottle of wine? Shotgun. Yeah, because, I mean, that's one of those, like, laughs and privilege kind of things. Like, let me get you to drink this whole cup of wine. It's going to be bad. Yeah, you're going to get fucked up with the whole thing of wine, if you know what uh-huh. I mean, boy. Danger. 
So it's also said that people who drink from the cup also have really bad luck. Perfect. Let's go. I want to drink no. from that cup. Gross. It can't so, get worse. The deformed boy man hmm. can still be seen sometimes walking around the grounds or even along the top of the castle, like hey, how he was only let out at night. And though it is rumored when he died, his room was walled off and no one knows where it is. Baby! It's speculated uh, about this because if you go outside and you count all the windows on the outside and then you go inside and you count all the windows on the inside, you come up short. Oh, wow. That makes sense? Yes. Okay, cool. Yeah. All right. Lastly, there's a room called the Hangman's Chamber. I don't like that. Yeah, you know, it's going exactly. Nope. Um, Nope, I'm good. Never used because it's rumored to be pretty badly haunted by a butler that hung himself there. I'm not surprised and I don't like it. Yep. And that's that's Glam's Castle. Well, that was uh, quite a ride. I'm so sorry. No, 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 it's okay. It was just, it was a ride. Like, first we were talking about, like, stupid British royalty stuff, and I was like, ooh, that's really exciting. Ah, oh, tell me the lineage. And then it was just, whoa. <laughs> it kind of reminds me of, like, just have a day. Yeah. Have, have a day. It, 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 was, it was a story. It, it was a story. It was quite a story, my friend. It cool. was good. It was just a, it was a woo. Woo. Woo okay, boy. I'm tired. Um, okay, that's all we got. Get anything else? Beautiful. Uh, uh, no. Okay, cool. No. All right. If you want, if you want to check out more, please be sure to head over to our website at www. No, no www. It's just, just there's no W's. Yeah, it's just haunt her. I barely know her. dot com or dot net or dot org. I bought all the domains. It's fine. And you can drop a, a suggestion like Shannon, and if it's long enough, we will do a full story on it. Hell and yeah. if it's if it's not, I can usually do like a ten minute skit in the beginning. No problem. Hell yeah. Um, also, we please 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 be sure to submit your stories. If you have any haunted stories, please be sure to email those to us. Or if you want to like ask us before you send it over, like a preliminary, like I don't know, you can always always ask, always slide into our DMs and Hell chat yeah. with us about that. Let's do it. We would like to talk to you. Yeah. So we are on social media, Instagram and Twitter at. H-H-I-B-K-H podcast. Boop, boop. I'm on Instagram. always on Twitter. Okay, cool. What's up? All right. Are you ready for bed? Okay. I'm ready uh, for bed. I'm, yes. I'm very tired because yeah, I'm it's, old. It's been a week. Okay, cool. All right. Until next time. Haunt her. I barely know her. Or any of the people from Glam's. Oh. <laughs>